everybody. Welcome to Cloud of Compass Podcast. This is Lori Smith, your host. You want to know more about me? Do you want to work with me? Do you like what I have to say? Um, do you want to write me hate mail? Check me out on social media. I'm at Cloud of Compass 2021 on TikTok and Cloud of Compass 2021 on Instagram. I started this podcast because I wanted to share my knowledge, skills, and experience as an LMSW of 20 years. I am a survivor of help that harmed. I have had mental health issues. My ACEs score is high. I've had a history of trauma, but I also have some professional skills, knowledge, and experience that you might benefit from. I have been a certified diabetes educator for 10 years. I have worked in um, doctor's offices as a care manager with chronic health issues. I am certified. um, I'm a certified anxiety treatment provider, certified um, trauma provider. Provider, certified in compassion fatigue, addiction-informed mental health, and most recently a human rights consultant. I am the author of the book Life Hacks with Life Hacks, Tips and Tricks for Accessing Your Inner Resilience. I am the owner of Resilience Coach, which is an outpatient behavioral health therapy. And most recently, I am the owner of Cloud of Compass Coaching Consulting, um, which is part of this podcast. I have courses in um, recovery-oriented material, uh, neurodivergent um, information coming in. So I have courses, I have webinars, I have um, guests on my podcast, I have merchandise coming out soon. I have a link tree on my social media where you can access all of these things. I'd love for you to learn more about me. Love to you to for you to see if we are a good fit for working together. And in the month of December, I am hosting a half-off special of my of my signature course um, because I want to share this information with the world. It is a six-week course with 12 sessions, um, 12 videos of me. Um, again, I'm a little neurodivergent, so it's a little, um, it's not what you're going to expect from a course on transformation, but it is useful information. It is what I have found practical in my practice. It has the 12 video sessions, but it also has 200 page workbook of tools for self-regulation. And we teach how to uncover your own innate skill set. This is why I called my company Clouded Compass, because there are things that we have not been pointed towards. And once we align with our internal assets, our life becomes um, a little bit uh, uh, um, we become empowered period so check me out check me out on all my social media please leave comments let me know what you think I would love to hear you um, see you join my course and please leave comments about the podcast too I'd love to know what your favorite um, podcasts are which ones you think really suck and let's build community together let's educate empower and evolve and let's uncover your own innate assets stay tuned Hey everybody, welcome back to Clouded Compass Podcast. It's March. March is full of things like Women's History Month, Social Work Month. It's almost spring, so we have a lot to talk about. Today, I want to talk about the women in my life who have impacted my practice, uh, my profession, and my personal uh, way of living. So let's dive in. Who are your sheroes? If you don't have a Shiro, I highly recommend that you find one, whether it is a person that is living today or somebody with um, in your history or the history of the world. Why I recommend that is because we always hear about the history of men. We rarely hear about the history of women. And why that is relevant is because women hold up the world. If women are not well, the world will not be well. 
our children will not be well. Our sons and daughters will not be well. And they will raise children who will not be well. This is not to pathologize women. This is actually to suggest that we have far more power in this world than we um, realize and take um, often uh, forget that because the world will continue to tell us that we do not have power. And it will demonstrate that on a daily basis. So with that said, let's get started. Who has heard of Emma Goldman? Oh my God, she lived about 100 years ago. She was a famous anarchist. She, um, I first heard about Emma Goldman through the quote, um, uh, the most violent element in society is ignorance. And I will update that 100 years later, respectfully, and say the most violent element in society is fear. She spoke about things before we even had birth control on the table, before we even had women's rights or suffragette, uh, suffragettes on the table. She was in the early 1900s. She traveled the country speaking about women's rights, reproductive rights, marriage, um, the lack of rights we have. She talked about the labor movement and why anarchy was um, proposed instead of the government oversight. And whether you're an anarchist or not, I highly, highly, highly recommend her books. I highly recommend looking up her quotes. She was a powerhouse. She was a Russian immigrant, Jewish, I believe, if I remember right, um, because I haven't read about her in about 20 years, but she still remains one of my primary hero uh, heroes of today. So she came from Russia. She wrote two books about her life. Uh, volume one and volume two. She grew up um, in a very um, low-income household. She met somebody who was from Russia. They began working together. She was um, framed for a murder, I believe, in Chicago's Haymarket Affair. She was imprisoned. She wrote in prison. She was excommunicated from the United States, and she lived abroad. But she continued. She traveled the country speaking in public about these issues. Why she is my Shiro is because she risked everything to not only speak her truth, but it is only because she spoke her truth that I um, have benefited and that you may benefit and that others benefited at the time. And 100 years later, she's still being talked about. I still refer to her practices. I still refer to her theories. And she was a powerhouse. And what I started to realize in my own journey um, of from disempowerment to empowerment is that I was aiming to be a certain type of woman in this world based on what I had learned from the world, based on what I thought that the world needed from me. It occurred to me at some point that every woman I've ever looked up to has faced not only great risk in their lives, tremendous adversity, but they put their money where their mouth was. Yes, they were brave and courageous, but there was a lot of risk involved in speaking up. In fact, they often suffered because of it. So here I am living my life suffering, you know, for, for decades and wondering, you know, why, why this is happening. And it dawned on me, why wouldn't this be happening? This happened to every fucking Shiro I've ever had. They lost, but they also allowed me to gain because they did not hold these truths to themselves. They spoke out in the world. And for that, I will always be grateful for Emma Goldman. Similar to Emma Goldman is Elizabeth Gurley Flynn. She was a young woman, not even 20. She's traveling around the world in the labor movement, 
speaking up for labor rights, women rights, etc. She was an amazing powerhouse. Then I have Angela Davis, which was, um, if you know of her, um, in the late 60s, early 70s, she's part of the abolition uh, movement. She actually went to prison as well. She spoke about human rights, carceral punishment. She still speaks and lectures today at a university, and she um, travels the country. She is a well-sought expert in her field. And again, she had to, she, she risked above and beyond what anybody else said was okay to do. She didn't ask about what was okay to do. She went ahead and did it and she paid the price and her life has not been perfect. But boy, do I still refer to her ideas and practices today as well. Next to her, we have Audra Lord. If you don't know of her, she was an incredible writer, incredible black um, female. Angela Davis was a black female as well. But Audra Lord was um, a member of the um, LGBTQIA community. She spoke her truth. She, um, I think that it was her quote that said, speak even if your voice shakes, I'm getting it wrong. But she's also a tremendous um, person to follow for hope, motivation, and inspiration on how to be audaciously yourself without apology. And that's, I think, what all of these women really have in common is they stopped apologizing for being who they were. They were who they were. And because of that, because of the gift they gave us of being who they were authentically, I have that as a guide today. So it isn't necessarily that we have to look to the current people in our lives for direction. We might want to look to our ancestors. We might want to look to the women who came before us because there's a fucking gold mine there of things that we have not looked at. Um, so Angela Davis, Audre Lorde, Emma, Elizabeth Gurley Flynn, Emma Goldman, um, every single indigenous woman I have ever met. I worked in Bush, Alaska for five years with Yupik, Chupik, um, Inuit and Athabascan um, populations. And the way that an indigenous woman carries herself is definitely something to be experienced, not because they are submissive or um, quiet and reserved, although all of those may or may not be true, they are grounded. They are calm. They are welcoming and inviting. And boy, do not doubt for a second that they have incredible knowledge, skills, and experience. They hold their communities together, and it is a beautiful thing to watch and be a part of. My Marianne Williamson is a current hero of mine. Um, you will hear me talk about her quite a bit. I'm actually volunteering for her presidential campaign. This is the second time she's ran. She ran in 2020. She's running in 2024. I believe she's ran for governor of California before. Marianne Williamson has been around for 40 years, I believe, speaking her truth in a spiritual format, I used to go see her live at Renaissance Unity um, Church in Detroit. She has written the book called A Return to Love. I believe she was on Oprah at that time. Um, she's written several books since then, and she's never stopped saying the same thing. She practices from a Course in Miracles lens, which is controversial for some people. They think it's um, a little bit um, not somehow not relevant to all of us. Uh, it's a type of Christianity, if you will. But it's larger than that. She is from a Jewish descent, so she speaks about multiple religions in her discussions. She's practical. She has spoken her truth. 
She has said things even when people did not want to hear her speak. In fact, people often tell her or um, um, make fun of her campaign and her contributions talking about love as a force of action, which is so, it would be humorous if it wasn't so painful. But Martin Luther King talked about the same thing. Love is an incredibly powerful force. And if we don't start taking that seriously, then we are six inches from the cliff, as she says. She, um, interestingly enough, about 10 to 20 years ago, I actually think it's closer to 20, she started a campaign to create the Department of Peace. Now she actually wants a Department of Children um, because she is right on the money when she says the children of this country deserve more. We are failing them. They're not going to have a good future and they have a right to have the American dream that our ancestors had. So pay attention to her. She's up and coming. Marianne 2024. She's running for um, the office of president. Whether she makes it or not, the, the main goal is that she change, her voice is going to change the conversation at the political debates. Her voice is going to bring to the table very relevant and moderate issues like universal health care, reproductive rights, the rights of women, the rights of children, the rights of people in this country, and, and, and bringing the country back from the claws of corporate um, just gross, overt end-stage capitalism back to a more human-centered, prosperous, and the America that we think that we have from the 19, uh, not, not from the 1950s, but the America that was hopeful from the Kennedy era, from the MLK era, from the, um, she talks a lot about um, FDR and it's, she's so knowledgeable about our history. She's very savvy. And so I look to her for, um, motivation, hope, inspiration, ideas on how to carry myself in the world. And finally, 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 if you are not looking at your own ancestors, if you are not looking at the old, the women in your life, whether they have been helpful or harmful, I highly encourage you to do it. Look at your mother. Look at your mother's mother, your father's mother. Look at your aunties. Look at your father's fa father's mother's mother, your mother's mother's mother. What were their lives like? What were the challenges they faced? What was their adversity? What did they do well? What are the stories you've heard? And what really do you think that their truth was? Because I guarantee you it wasn't spoken in the history lesson. But every single one of those women were dynamic and they were diverse and they were more than the stories told about them. And guess what? That is your fucking gold. That is your gold to understand yourself better to gain empowerment, to see the strength in your own family lineage because intergenerational trauma is rampant, but so is intergenerational learning. And what did you take from them? What have they gifted you for free that you might not have been looking at? And I'll tell you what, when we die, we don't think much about people talking about us after we die. But I hope to God when I leave this earth, other people are still talking about the work that I did, not because I want to be talked about, but because it made a difference in their lives and impacted them in a way that they will not forget. And that is what I hope for all of us. We are here for a short time. We have a short amount of time to do a lot of work, but we will not get there if we're kind of innocently in our own way. And the way 
to build our own internal empowerment is to look to other women. Pick the women in your life, the, the sheroes that you would like to borrow and integrate some of their characteristics and behaviors into your own life. And then watch how you grow. Watch how they continue to live on through you. I am so much more fulfilled now that I look to both of my grandmas and their mothers and my aunties and the aunties that passed before them because now I have more resources. I have more knowledge. I have more skills. I have more experience. And they live in me today in the way that I act in this world. And I cannot think of any greater honor or gratitude towards them than to practice some of the things that they um, maybe didn't get to practice in their own life. Maybe they tried and, and missed the mark. Maybe they their lives were cut too short and they weren't seen or heard. And I can honor them in no better way than to speak up with the strength of them inside of me. So that's your dose for today. Who are your sheroes? Happy Women's History Month. Know your own history. And that's where change begins. See you next time. Welcome to Cloud of Compass Podcast. This is Lori Smith, your host. You want to know more about me? Do you want to work with me? Do you like what I have to say? Um, do you want to write me hate mail? Check me out on social media. I'm at Cloud of Compass 2021 on TikTok and Cloud of Compass 2021 on Instagram. I started this podcast because I wanted to share my knowledge, skills, and experience as an LMSW of 20 years. I am a survivor of help that harmed. I have had mental health issues. My ACEs score is high. I've had a history of trauma, but I also have some professional skills, knowledge, and experience that you might benefit from. I have been a certified diabetes educator for 10 years. I have worked in um, doctor's offices as a care manager with chronic health issues. I am certified. Um, I'm a certified anxiety treatment provider, certified um, trauma provider, certified in compassion fatigue, addiction informed mental health, and most recently a human rights consultant. I am the author of the book Life Hacks with Life Hacks: Tips and Tricks for Accessing Your Inner Resilience. I am the owner of Resilience Coach, which is an outpatient behavioral health therapy, and most recently I am the owner of Cloud of Compass Coaching Consulting. Um, which is part of this podcast. I have courses in um, recovery-oriented material, uh, neurodivergent um, information coming in. So I have courses, I have webinars, I have um, guests on my podcast, I have merchandise coming out soon. I have a link tree on my social media where you can access all of these things. I'd love for you to learn more about me. Love to you to for you to see if we are a good fit for working together. And in the month of December, I am hosting a half off special of my of my signature course um, because I want to share this information with the world. It is a six week course with 12 sessions, um, 12 videos of me. Um, again, I'm a little neurodivergent, so it's a little, um, it's not what you're gonna expect from a course on transformation, but it is useful information. It is what I have found practical in my practice. It has the 12 video sessions, but it also has 200 page workbook of tools for self-regulation. And we teach how to uncover your own innate skill set. This is why I called my company Clouded Compass, because there are things that we have not been pointed towards. And once we align with our internal assets, our life becomes um, a little bit 
uh, uh, um, we become empowered, period. So check me out. Check me out on all my social media. Please leave comments. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear you, um, see you join my course. And please leave comments about the podcast too. I'd love to know what your favorite um, podcasts are, which ones you think really suck. And let's build community together. Let's educate, empower, and evolve. And let's uncover your own innate assets. Stay tuned.